0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And today I wanted to talk to you about sleep and your weight. Now this could be weight loss, this could be weight maintenance, it could be weight gain. But the thing is, so often when I have new clients come to me, they're always very focused, understandably so, on what they're eating and how they're moving their body. And while I agree both of these things are incredibly important when it comes to you being the healthiest version of you, but the reality is that most of us could probably, if we dive a bit deeper and actually reflect on things, see a correlation between our hunger levels, our fullness levels, cravings, and our lack of sleep, and even how lack of sleep impacts our stress levels. If you have ever had an incredibly stressful period in your life, which has you know, cut into your sleep routine, which meant you slept less, I'm sure you also felt like your stress level was really never coming down. It was only ramping up and up and up, you know, till you reach your breaking point. And the thing that most people don't realize is that sleep actually helps to regulate some really important hormones like cortisol, like our hunger hormones, like our fullness hormones. And so when we are not getting enough sleep, those hormones can be impacted. And this is often why people feel like when they're not getting enough sleep, they're more insatiable. Their appetite is bigger, especially around that, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock window where they're just like, oh my gosh, I think I think I just need to eat something. And the thing is, when we're not sleeping enough, what a lot of us tend to naturally do is almost replace that sleep we're missing with calories. Think about it as applying energy to your body, you're putting gas in your car to just keep it going. And I get it, it makes total sense. If you are feeling really tired, if you're feeling burnt out, if you are sleep deprived, what's easier to do, find the time for seven to nine hours of sleep, or continue to put food slash, you know, fuel in your body to just push through. And sure, I get it. I've been there. I've done that. We've all had those periods in our life. But long term, there comes a point when it's not necessarily helpful for you feeling your best, or potentially it's not in alignment with your goals are. You can also think about it this way. When your hunger and fullness hormones are out of balance, those are the things that say, Hey, I'm getting hungry. It's time to eat lunch or Hey, I'm getting full. You can slow down or stop soon. And what happens when those are out of whack, you start to feel hungrier, potentially sooner than you actually need it. And that cue for fullness takes longer to actually kick in, which then means that you're overeating or consuming more calories than you actually need to maintain your weight. And this is one of the many reasons why actually prioritizing your sleep is important. Is it super exciting and a sexy solution? Not really. And I I get that, right? We want to do things that are, you know, highly actionable, really result driven. But we also forget that our ability to feel in control around food, to have those natural hunger and fullness cues, and trust them. That's a really important part Of longevity when it comes to weight loss and then maintaining your weight. And so, if you are someone who is sleeping less than seven to nine hours, or maybe you're sleeping seven hours but it doesn't feel sufficient, this is kind of why there is that range. There are some people who are going to thrive with some of it, and there's going to be some people who can't function on seven, right? But this is where you need to really know yourself, lean into that, and then do your best to honor that. And I know. It is far easier for me to say, get your seven to nine hours than it is in reality for many people. Many people are juggling, you know, a really busy job, maybe two jobs. You're juggling being a parent, maybe a single parent. You are stressed about life, work, family, or whatever it is. There is a lot that goes into your life as a whole. And when you look at sleep in a bubble, sure, it's very easy for an outsider like me to come and say, hey, don't forget to sleep seven to nine hours. It's super important for you but I also know that I've been on the other side where I'm getting up at four and I'm going to midnight because I'm building my business, trying to quit my job, trying to pay my bills and to do all these things. And you're burning the candlestick at both ends. So I say this knowing well and good that there are going to be periods in your life where you're like, haha, Nikki, great advice. Too bad. That is not realistic or applicable to me. And if that's the case right now, then I hear that Do the best you can to take care of yourself, to prioritize rest, to prioritize recovery. But I also know that there are going to be those periods or seasons in your life. And I just hope that they don't last that long. If you are someone who is in a position to actually prioritize this, but you're struggling with the ability to find the motivation to do so, then I want you to keep listening. Because oftentimes I... See this from different sides when it comes to clients. I have clients who go, Yep, yep, I should definitely sleep more. And then we go down this rabbit hole. I'm like, Okay. So, ideally, you know, if you're trying to get, let's say, seven hours of sleep, let's work in reverse of when you need to wake up. And if they say, I'm going to work with seven because that's just an easier mathematical number. If they say, Okay, well, I need to get up at seven, then that means I need to go to bed at midnight. And I'm like, Okay, but. How long does it take you to wind down? How long does it take you to do your evening routines? Are you someone that lays in bed for 30 minutes trying to fall asleep? What's going on? Right? Because if you just say, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed at midnight and midnight rolls around. Well, you got to wash your face, you got to brush your teeth, you got to change your pajamas, maybe you got to lay out your gym clothes or, you know, lay out things for the kids or, or lunch for yourself or whatever it is. But chances are you're not just hopping into bed at midnight. It instantaneously falling asleep. And this is often what people struggle with, where they go, oh, but my day is so long that, you know, I really need those two hours in front of the TV, or I need those two hours of reading or listening to my book or whatever it is to unwind. Or my partner, it's the only time of the day I see them. And if I come home you know, eat dinner and go to bed so I can have those seven hours. Well, then we don't really get to talk. And I hear this, I really do understand that there are going to be so many factors to you getting the sleep. FOMO was one of them missing out on different things and really not feeling like it's a viable option. And so I get that. And this is where I think it comes to a place where you need to actually be honest with yourself and say, look, what is the quality of my life? If I'm not getting sufficient sleep, you know, forget about hormones, forget about, you know, those hunger things right now. But just think about the quality of your life. I don't know about you. But when I'm consistently sleep deprived, life is so much harder, right? Basic things so much harder getting groceries instead of ordering delivery, Way harder making it to the gym, doing my workouts, you know, going for a walk, taking care of myself, doing laundry, washing my hair you name it, it is harder. And there comes a point when push comes to shove, and you're gonna have to say, Look, yeah, it would be real nice for me to watch two hours of Real Housewives when I'm done work, but in reality, I know that it's not just two hours. Or I know that after I watch that, I'm so wound up from all the drama and screaming that I have a hard time falling asleep. And it is up to you to take a step back and go, what is realistic for me and for my life? Can I actually, you know, aim for seven hours? Or maybe what's realistic is for me to aim for six and a half. And then I can adjust and I can aim to go to bed a little bit earlier. Or I can aim to get up a little bit earlier you know, whatever way it works for you. If you're going to bed earlier, maybe you get to get up earlier and that changes things, but give yourself options. The thing is though, your ability to sleep, your ability to recover, your ability to manage your stress as well as your hormones is really, really important for your overall success, for your overall physical, mental, and emotional health. If I haven't slept well for a week, I am an emotional, basket case. Look at me wrong, and I might cry. And maybe I'm overly sensitive. Who knows? But I know that my bandwidth for different elements of life is significantly lower. I know when I'm burnt out, I will replace sleep with food and I will attack the pantry and all the snacks, like no one's business, because I just need to keep going. At no point am I going, oh, am I hungry? Let's check in with your hunger levels, Nikki. I'm going, I'm about to fall asleep and it's four o'clock and I have so much crap to do. I just need to keep going. I need to push through. And it's only when you're actually able to take that step back, get to a place where you're sleeping a little bit more, right? Maybe eight hours isn't a realistic goal for you. So set a realistic goal. Give yourself that opportunity. And I always say, like I said before, Work backwards if you need to get up by seven, work in reverse. And maybe midnight isn't the best thing, maybe it's 11 o'clock. And if that's the case, set an alarm on your phone for 11 p.m. to be like, Hey, that's your friendly reminder. It's time to wrap up, it's time to wash your face, it's time to lay your clothes for tomorrow, it's time to set up, you know, future you for success, and also give yourself enough time you know, to dick around before bed, because chances are (laughs) you don't just go to bed. I fold the blankets, I fluff the pillows, I, you know, take the dog out for a pee. There's a lot of things that go into my bedtime routine that I wouldn't actually acknowledge unless I'd had to go through this process of like, man, that took me a really long time to like get into bed. And if you're not sure where to start, time your nighttime routine. When you say, okay, I'm going to sleep, set a timer. How long does it take you to actually physically get into bed and turn off the light and start with that and set that little reminder on your phone. It can be an ongoing reminder and try it for a week. You are not committed to doing this forever. You are not tied to this and also know it's going to change. You know, I'm someone who in the wintertime when it's dark at four o'clock, I could get into bed at nine and be very comfortable. (laughs) I could sleep and I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. However, in the summer, when it's light until I want to say close to 10pm, it's really hard. It's really hard to warrant that I can get into bed at nine, right? I, I'm just like, but it's but it's light up. Like, that's kind of crazy, Nikki. And, and these are things that naturally change, right? It's also a lot easier in the summer to get up at six because hey, there's daylight versus Middle of the winter, I get up at six and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see the sun for two hours. Give yourself a break. It does not have to be perfect. You do not have to have this, you know, nailed down. But if you are noticing that your, you know, hunger levels or your fullness levels are really out of touch or something that you struggle with, or you feel like you are snacking like a mad person in the afternoon, even though you're making balanced meals, even though we are prioritizing protein and veggies and you're drinking enough water, you know, have a look at your sleep. And I know it's not an exciting thing to focus on, but it is an important thing to focus on. And I know that when you sleep well, you're going to rest better. You're going to manage your stress better. You're going to be rested enough to actually check in with yourself and check in with your needs and check in with your hunger I know it's gonna be a lot easier for you to move your body because you're not exhausted. It's gonna be a lot easier not to snooze that alarm. And so, if this is something that you need to work on, a goal, hey, welcome, you are normal. I've been there, I've done that. Sometimes I need to revisit this goal when I let things slip, and that's okay. So, start with the morning. What time do you need to wake up? Work in reverse. Give yourself that buffer for what your nighttime routine looks like, how long you actually need to do all those things. And then set that friendly reminder of, like, hey, don't forget, we're being a responsible human being. We are trying to live our best, most energized life. And yeah, you're going to be missing out on things. You are going to be making a change. Maybe it's going to feel like a sacrifice, but commit to trying it for a week, just a week, right? You can stop after that week. But if you feel better, if things, you know, feel easier to check in, if you feel like, hey, I've got a little bit more motivation, maybe it's not motivation, maybe it's rest. Maybe it's that thing that we all need in this world of hustle culture, of I work harder, of I don't take breaks, of I only need four hours of sleep. There's nothing wrong with needing sleep. There's nothing wrong with prioritizing it. There's nothing wrong with being a grandma and going to bed early. Okay? I took a nap at like eight o'clock yesterday during a show because I just couldn't keep my eyes awake. And sometimes that happens. All right. Give yourself a break. You're doing the best you can. But this is one thing that you can work on and you can prioritize. And I know it will make you feel better. I guarantee it. Anyways, fam, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a second to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And if you are enjoying my podcast, don't forget, I like to do a little, let me buy you coffee. So if you take a moment to leave my podcast a review either on Apple or Spotify, send me a screenshot of that on Instagram or you can email me at support at justget.fit and I will send you a $5 Starbucks gift card just as little thank you for your support for your time, for your energy. I really appreciate you. And also, if you are looking for worker programs to get you stronger, you can head to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger, or hit me up on Instagram at justget.fit.